Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Anand and I've got Rashmi here with me to speak about Belgium. Hi Rashmi. Hi there. Rashmi, let me start off by asking you a very basic question. Why Belgium? Did you plan for it and go? Was, was it part of your bucket list or something? Nobody plans for Belgium actually. Neither did I. Honestly, it was a last minute addition uh, when I was booking my flights and I looked at my holidays and I had to decide between uh, France, Paris combined and Netherlands. So then I decided to look into what else can be done and I didn't want to combine France with Netherlands and I decided to take Belgium. So I decided to add some 7-8 days to the plan. Of course, after traveling to this place, uh, I don't think I'm going to really stick to that stance that we should consider this place as an you know last minute addition or a stopover. See, if you speak with anybody, they tell you that, okay, I was going from Amsterdam to Paris and I decided to take a stopover in Brussels or I booked my tickets back from Brussels. So I decided to stay two days there. But the fact is, Belgium is not Brussels. Belgium is Belgium. It has a lot in terms of history, culture, uh, food, architecture, natural beauty, etc. Which people tend to overlook. You know, and it's not your fault. You have very glamorous neighbors like uh, Paris. You have a glamorous neighbor called Amsterdam. You have a glamorous neighbor like London. So who's going to think about Belgium or Brussels, etc. So typically, I think this is what is happening. In fact, uh, uh, when I had traveled, I didn't even know that uh, one Bollywood movie was shot there. And they kept asking me, have you seen this movie called PK? I said, yeah, I have. And they said, yeah, it was shot in this place called Bruges. as in Bruges. So I'm going to talk about Bruges separately. But yeah, so the question is, uh, are you a history person? Are you somebody who loves uh, architecture, monuments? Do you love cartoons? Do you love chocolates? Do you love beer, food, natural beauty, biking, cycling? This place will take all of it. Normally, nobody is evaluating Belgium as a standalone country for a vacation, but I think it's it's a great place to spend seven to ten days. Oh, seven to ten days. Is that good enough? In fact, after my trip, I actually thought I should have spent some more time because some of the towns I could just spend one night or two nights. Uh, and I felt that I didn't experience much. I could have spent some more time. So tell me, Rashmi, what should I be looking for if I were to enjoy Belgium as a, a holiday destination? So if I have to explain to this, this is my experience. I would say, A, think about this, uh, adding these small towns to your plan. You know, these small towns by lakes, canals. All these places have a medieval feel. Whether it is their architecture, uh, castles. This is a place which is full of castles. And uh, like I said, don't uh, think of Brussels. Brussels is the capital of European Union. It's a cosmopolitan town. Uh, it is very modern. Um, it has a different feel. So that's one part of Belgium. 
and then there are cities like Antwerp, Ghent, Bruges, Namur. So these are uh, places which are very very different from uh, the capital city. So everyone knows about Antwerp and its diamonds, but what I found was it was a town which had a very different and a very young feel. Great coffee culture, these small cafes. Uh, by the way, it's also known for fashion. So you have these local designer boutiques all across the town. What's very interesting is uh, Belgium has a great uh, railway network. So you get out of the central station in any one of the towns, and you start walking around. The roads are cobbled. The shops, buildings have a very different kind of feel. So when I landed in Antwerp, uh, very impressed by their. medieval look uh, very impressed by the cafe culture a lot of uh, fashion uh, outfits so if you're somebody who's into fashion who's somebody into jewelry etc i think love this place fashion and all is fine how was the food man at the trip yeah let's talk about food so food was something very interesting because there were a lot of stuff which i really really loved everyone talks about uh, swiss chocolates but belgian chocolates are something which are very very uh, up there in terms of taste uh, the feel the after feel after taste it really melts in the mouth again if you're somebody who loves sweets i think waffles is a must try in belgium and you go to any store you look at the variety of waffles i think that itself is good enough for you to stand there and take pictures i have never seen such variety of waffles in my life of course you get waffles in india uh you get chocolate waffles couple of varieties etc etc but uh you know savoring a local food from that place is a different kind of experience it tastes differently and uh some of these uh, street shops were very very interesting so this lady she was preparing and while she was preparing uh, in her broken english uh, she kept explaining about this whole product and uh, how she makes it and people can consume waffles as breakfast with coffee as snacks and uh, why they are so popular etc so that that also adds to the whole experience when somebody is really explaining making that uh, food item for you talking to you and then you have it standing there in that street shop it's a great experience yeah the other interesting thing uh, that was uh, there is called fritas now these fritas are nothing but uh, these so called french fries please don't call them french fries when you are in belgium people really don't like it they get offended they very clear that the origin of this is in belgium uh, very commonly found everywhere by the way don't worry if you are a vegetarian you will have enough options the whole concept of uh, being vegetarian is kind of linked with i want my kind of food and indian food uh, i don't think that uh, should be the case when you are traveling the fact is Uh, yes, you are vegetarian. Do you get veg food? The answer is yes. I found something very interesting in Kent. Uh, they have concept of uh, uh, what is this? Veggie Thursdays. So you get the uh, best spread of vegetarian food. So you should just ask for it, and it's available. I, I don't think it's an issue. The kind of sauces, spreads that they use uh, is amazing. Uh, it's fresh. If you are a beer lover, this country has two thousand plus varieties of beer. you name it and you have it it's there uh, in fact in bruges uh, i i visited a pub which is more than 500 years old you know everybody talks about uh, this uh, beer tour in amsterdam and 
Heineken Brewery Tour, very, very popular, etc. Nobody talks about uh, Belgium and their beer. And you go to any town, uh, whether it is Brussels, it's Bruges, it's Ghent, you will get different uh, varieties of beer which will... I guess the phrase you're looking for is, uh, which will slake your thirst and fill your heart. <laughs> but tell me, what were your standout experiences in Belgium? So like I told you, uh, my stay was limited to seven, seven and a half days. And I actually regret it. I should have easily stayed there for 10, 11 days. But still, given this time, uh, basis my experiences, I'm going to, uh, in no particular order, I will, I will talk about some of them. Uh, one of the things which is very good about Belgium is they have a great uh, train network system. So I really used it and uh, traveled to different places. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, wherever I traveled, I actually took the services of a local guide. My first place which I love talking about and I really enjoyed was Bruges or Bruges. There was this uh, guide who really showed me the place and I joined him in his walking tours in the morning, in the morning, uh, the night walking tours. He took us to all these uh, breweries, the pubs for cycling, all of it. Take the train from Brussels, you land in Bruges. Suddenly a total change, right? You just came from a capital city, big buildings, etc. And you get out of the station, the cobbled roads, you look around, there are these buildings which look different, very medieval feel, uh, a lot of castles. And then you uh, take a taxi, actually it's, it was walking. I, I stayed in a place which was in the market square. I stayed in a kind of a um, boutique hotel which had a, again a very old ancient kind of a feel so that itself added a lot of uh, you know uh, it added to the whole experience overall experience in fact I had read about uh, this uh, movie called uh, In Bruges uh, I haven't seen the movie but uh, when I read about the abstract in the newspaper before I was coming and and there's a line when Colin Farrell says, uh, you know, I'm not impressed by this place. So clearly I don't agree with him. I'm totally impressed by this place. You go walking, you go biking, go cycling, or take a boat on the canal. You can spend three, four days easily in this place. This place is about chilling, relaxing, do nothing and explore these castles and ancient towns. Hired a bicycle, moved around in the town did a biking uh, trip on a day, visited Belfry, visited the museum, visited the church, really enjoyed. So I was here for uh, roughly three days and I think it was not enough. I, I really feel I could have spent some more time there and uh, explored the place more. Food was great, people were great, feel was great. So that's that is clearly my you know, first uh, standout experience. I really love this place. I always tell people who are going that side to add this place, not as a day trip from Brussels, but as a place where we will spend two or three nights easily. The other places, uh, I spoke about Antwerp. In Brussels, uh, I actually stayed very close to this place called Grand Place, which is a very centrally located place, very close to the central station. If you're traveling to Brussels, always stay around this place. This is the most happening place. And the complex of Grand Place itself is very, very happening. 
this uh, place has great architecture which explains the history of the place the museums have a great art collection both ancient and contemporary so this is a must if you're there you have to visit this place there's something very funny which is uh, there in in Brussels which is this uh, you know these statues of these uh, little kids who are being so you have this statue called mannequin piss which is very very uh, popular so that's a uh, boy little boy who's being which is at a walking distance from the grand place and then you have a little girl i think janekin piss and apparently there's also a dog uh, called jineki which i didn't see of course but i've heard these are there in the museum also so if you go to the museum you'll find these kids dressed in different different kind of uh, attires one of them was a indian turban and all also but yeah it's a very popular statue uh, i don't know if you remember uh, when air india had launched uh, their services to belgium they had used the statue as a image for their advertising in those days it was print and hoardings long time back uh, so this mannequin piece because it's a very very popular statue there if you love comics then you'll love this place brussels has tintin museum you can just take a train and uh, reach the museum and from the station it's hardly a 5 minutes walk you can spend half a day there you will find all the collection of tintin which has been showcased as cartoon strips it's called hoji's museum or tintin museum and i think it's it's a great uh, experience at least i almost uh, relived my childhood there uh, in tintin museum there's also something called a comic strip museum or cartoon museum which is there in brussels so you can go and visit that also you can actually easily spend 2 3 days in brussels exploring this place there's a lot of uh, history there and a lot of art that you can explore when we were speaking about that lady who was selling you waffles in uh, that roadside joint you mentioned that she spoke in broken english so what's the language that's spoken in belgium is it easy to get by with just english you know we have this whole notion that everybody speaks english in europe well, that's not the case because they have their own languages uh if you look at belgium so you have basically two broad sections one is this uh dutch speaking flemish and the other one is this french speaking wallonian brussels of course is the capital city so it's far more cosmopolitan in nature but in general uh, these are the two broad divisions in terms of uh, language so what are the other things that one can do in belgium okay now if you are a history person then the original battlefield of waterloo is there it's well preserved there's a museum there's a huge uh, statue there to commemorate this whole battle of waterloo which was i think around 1810 or 1815 famous napoleon's battle of waterloo it's on a hill with almost 226 stairs there's a museum there are churches there is a place called namur uh, which is a train ride away from brussels don't try to make it a day trip ideally actually go and stay i actually stayed there for a night it's less than 2 hours from brussels namur is a place where you have these battlefield So Namur Citadel this complex is a must. It's huge. It has a great underground passage system. It's so large that you can't uh, really cover this place walking. If you're trying to you know be brave and sail cover walking it's great. You should uh, the footpaths if you walk around the footpaths you you feel like you're in an ancient world. But of course it's so huge and uh, especially I was short of time so I took that uh, 
tourist train that runs inside and it stops at so it's with a guide so they stop at each of these uh, points of attraction explain the place and take you around so it's at a huge uh, hillock kind of a thing the train will go through these underground passages these uh, roads etc and from the top you get a panoramic view of the place uh, in the evening try and visit the marketplace and uh, have some food uh, in the street shops then you have these uh, flander fields these are all uh, battlefields of world war 1 not a very pleasant one just me because you know there is uh, a lot of history of uh, world war 1 which comes alive there you'll find these mass gravestone uh, graveyards you'll find these uh, rows of gravestones with names written on it very informative in terms of uh, the museum and the learnings that you can have about world war 1 uh, but yeah not see you know, these war museums and these killing fields uh, while they become Uh, great attractions i have seen these uh, concentration camps which are now museums in poland so of course you if you're visiting this place you want to experience and see but it may not always be very very pleasant uh, but yeah i think uh, because i really love history so i you know found this place very very informative and i was very impressed uh, with the way they have really narrated the whole thing and uh, preserved the whole thing one more thing which i found very interesting was this uh, museum of uh, musical instruments in brussels so it has uh, musical instruments from across the world you know your australian didgeridoo indian flute egyptian flute all of it and you can just uh, put on a headset and enjoy the um, instrument being played if you're somebody who loves music i think it's a very different kind of experience if you add all of it you know why why do you think anybody should consider this country as an also ran or you know stop over last minute add on i i don't think it it does justice to the experiences that it offers another interesting thing is uh, it's very light on pocket i had completed netherlands and i came here uh, amsterdam was very expensive i also stayed in rotterdam and other places uh, they were expensive here uh, everything from accommodation from cab hire everything was cheaper guide services of course that cannot be the criteria all the time because by that logic you will never travel scandinavia because they are the most expensive places but yeah i'm just saying that uh, public transport is great uh, it's economical and it is packed with experiences i didn't find a single day when i thought it was boring and i didn't know what to do and why did i land here no I in fact when I was uh, leaving and I had a return flight from Brussels airport I was thinking I should have added three more days and probably spent some more time in places like Ghent and Namur etc Interesting What's a good time to travel to Belgium by the way Spring summer autumn all three are great uh, because the weather is really really pleasant uh, but I didn't find I actually traveled uh, between autumn and winter and when i spoke with the locals they told me that winter is not that harsh the lady where i was staying she told me that christmas in bruges is something that people should plan and visit of course it gets crowded she said if you want to really experience a different kind of a, a feel then it's a good time uh, but yeah if you ask me in general uh, march to mid november i would say is great for traveling to this place how many days would you recommend for a good experiential trip into belgium i said uh, i spent 7 and 1/2 days right because i had a evening flight the next day 
if you are somebody who loves history loves culture loves food loves uh, nature then i would say budget for 8 to 10 days if you want to have a good experience if you don't want to have a very rushed vacation where you are you know really running around from one place to another i would say 8 to 10 days is a good one if you are somebody who's a you know i want to have action packed holiday there's lots to do if you are somebody who's saying okay i just want to relax you can select uh, places like Bruges and uh, Kent etc and just chill Namur etc whatever is your uh, the reason to travel and uh, how do you want your holidays to be what kind of a traveler you are and, and how do you look at your holidays will of course be your guiding factors but uh, i would say don't rush it don't make it a 3 4 day affair you know uh, a lot of my friends when i told them that Bruges is great so they would ask me should i just uh, add 4 days 2 days brussels 2 days bruges if you don't have time sure do it but i'm saying uh, you really don't want to miss the essence of this country by making it a two day three day four day affair so budget for 8 to 10 days is what i would say belgium really is uh, like the little known neighbor in the company of uh, celebrities like your uh, amsterdam and your paris and all of that and in the middle of it is this nondescript country which holds uh, so many beautiful experiences like you told us about interesting man Thanks thanks for coming down and sharing this with us. Yeah. Oh well thank you for having me here and I'm really happy that uh, you know you asked me to speak about Belgium because uh, everyone wants to know about Norway and Iceland and France and Amsterdam etc. Nobody really wants to talk about Belgium but uh, that's where it is our beautiful gems and jewels lie in these countries and of course this is a country known for diamonds also. That's true. That seems to be true in life as well. The real diamonds seem to be hidden most of the time. Thanks, thanks once again, Rashmi. Thanks for talking. Bye. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. That was Rashmi Sharma telling us about her trip through Belgium and the various experiences she had. Apparently, Barack Obama once said that it's easy to love a country famous for its chocolates and beer, but she's given us a few more reasons to like the country. I hope that was interesting for you. Thank you for tuning in to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. Till the next episode, take care, stay safe, and whatever else that you do, don't trip on the usual. Mm-hmm.